You're listening to The Bob and Bo Show. Here are your hosts, Ty Bob, Ty Bo, and Sean. I'm in his stall and they have to like hit the brakes and he's just got nothing to hang on to. Yeah, <laughs> he's just flying around in the cargo. feel terrible for the horse. That was oh, only man. one horse though. I, I would never put my dog in. Oh, man. The pilot said that due to the plane's weight, they had to dump 20 tons of fuel before going back to New York. So they're mid-flight. Horse gets out of the cargo container that he's supposed to be in. They have to turn around and go back to JFK and also dump 20 tons of fuel while they're mid-air just right into the New York waterways. Hudson Bay, right in there. Uh, Like in barrels or like? Uh, controller gave the okay and alerted. Controller gave the okay and alerted nearby pilots about a fuel dumping progress approximately ten miles west of Martha's Vineyard. So, uh, if you get wine or grapes from Martha's Vineyard, good luck to you. You're gonna grow a third arm. Dude, it's jet fuel. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's not radioactive. <laughs> you know, how do you know? You drink jet fuel. Have I drank jet fuel? Yeah, how would you know? I've tar- I've tried to melt steel beans with it. Where have you gotten jet fuel? What do you mean? <laughs> jet fuel, man. You go to the grocery store and get it, man. Come on. I got in comfy with a pilot once. Uh, they, uh, they did call a vet. They let me ride co-pilot. Gave him all the jet fuel he needed. He gave me a jet fuel plug. Is what is what he did. Uh, sounds like the horse was okay. They didn't. A uh, jet they fuel didn't... butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. <laughs> it didn't even make uh, sense. You didn't make sense. Shut up. They didn't say what happened to the horse. They said they got a vet for as soon as they landed. Uh, and then basically the article ends there. But no idea if yeah, the horse is okay or not. He broke its leg on, on landing because the horse didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did take off a short time later. Uh, they didn't say whether the horse was secure or not. I want to meet... The I horse wanna, was not on the plane the second time. I want to <laughs> meet the horse that is like totally seasoned in flight like i want i want to meet the horse <laughs> that's a-okay that, like not anxious at all like totally, like okay i'm in my cage we're flying blah 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 like the horse that is just completely unbothered by getting on a plane i want to meet that horse this looks at the probably window. a serial oh, killer you think the horse is probably a serial killer yeah. can a horse be a serial killer yeah certainly anything could be a serial are, killer. Are, are predators serial killers? Yes. They, they have, have a good type. thoughts question. Yeah. <laughs> now we're talking. Is it is it an is an animal predator a serial killer? Well, now you have too much time to think on it before we do our next Tybo's thoughts in four weeks. By definition, I will forget. I think yes, but their body count is is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this team. 
are supposed to be serial killers, at least by their name, the Raiders, but uh, <laughs> they couldn't beat their ba- way out of a wet paper sack. Max Crosby can do cool stuff. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the Chiefs head into Vegas uh, in Allegiant Stadium and take on the Raiders for the first time this season. Uh, the draft, uh, the sports books have them at eight and a half point dogs at home as of Tuesday. That's a lot of points for the Chiefs and their wide receivers right now. Yeah. Yeah, especially with the way the Raiders have been playing as of late. Uh, they've been playing a lot better with Antonio Pierce as their head coach. It seems that they've turned that culture around at least, and the players uh, have a little bit more fight and will in them as of late. Uh, but we also knew that was mainly because of Josh McDaniels and his horrible coaching tendencies. Yeah, they are actually looking like a semi-competent team over there with uh, Antonio Pierce. Yeah, all, and all the differences is his coach. Well, that and they also benched slash got Jimmy G hurt enough that Aiden O'Connell, the rookie, is now their starting quarterback. Uh, and he doesn't look like fully competent, but I don't know if he's necessarily had enough time to really showcase uh, what it is that he can do. I will say he does not look like Desmond Ritter or Bryce Young, so that's positive. That is that is very true. He's nothing more than mid, guys. Let's not. Aiden O'Connell. Look, I don't think the spread should be as high as it is, um, but the, the Raiders are not on the caliber that the Eagles are. Um, I would probably cut the, the spread in half. Well, say. neither were the Broncos, but. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to continue on. Um it's a hell of a week to have a bounce back week. Lose a tough game against the Eagles. Um, guys, let's let's get some shit right going against the Raiders. What do you what do you think uh goes into this week of practice towards our expectations for the game coming from the Chiefs side and the Raiders side? To me. Whoever. To me. Sure. Not nods his head, Sean. Okay. Um I let's I'm gonna just come out and say it, Ty Bob. Uh the the guy who says that the Chiefs have shown no indication that this problem will change. Expect the drops to get cleaned up, fellas. We're gonna be catching some balls in Vegas. It's not gonna be raining, I hope. Um it's, in the dome? Yeah, no. Oh, it's it's in a dome. Okay, well we're gonna be catching shit in a dome. It's a fine. I don't care. I don't care what kind of stadium they have in, in Vegas. This guy, Arrowhead <laughs> West. Be, you should know. We're gonna be making. We're gonna be making catches. Does it stay Arrowhead West? We lost the streak against the the Broncos. Does Allegiant stay Arrowhead? Is that a rhetorical question? Kind of. I expect us to catch the balls in in, in Las Vegas. All the balls. All the balls. All the balls. Hey, Dex. Hey, Sean. 
Yeah, go ahead. When he's quiet, (laughs) it's not often. I can go in and expect the Raiders to play like this is their Super Bowl. Uh, Big matchup for them. They're going to get behind head coach Antonio Pierce, and they're going to try to really get after the Chiefs on defense. But I'm fully expecting the Chiefs defense to completely annihilate the Raiders offense. Without a question. You got got five, because most of that shit was already sad or quarterback speak. So. I think you're just saying everything I say now is quarterback speak. <laughs> Every day. You need thing. more fines. <laughs> yeah, he does. So we're fighting. Uh, what not to expect? The receivers to catch balls for Rasheed Rice to get more than oh. 55%, 57% of the snaps for us to continue the same way that it's been fucking going. There's not going to be a change. Listen, there hasn't been so far. There's not going to be. But that doesn't mean we can't win. We've shown that we can win. I expect the defense to bail us out like they have been every single week. I expect to see a couple of turnovers from Patrick Mahomes and company. And you know what? I also expect Andy Reid to continue the running game. And that's one of the reasons why we will. Like, I expect us to win. That's one of the reasons why I expect us to win is Andy Reid is finally going to get away from realizing that we can't win with these receivers making plays. So why not get the ball in the hands of one of the guys who actually tries every single time he steps out on the field. And Pacheco is going to have himself a day over the century mark and a pair of tuts. Call it now. How much? Over the century mark and a pair of tuts. That's it. Not even like getting close to the number. 123 yards, two tuts. One, two, three. Good guess. 100, 123 total yards res- between receiving and rushing. You know, uh, the playmakers on the Raiders, i.e., Max Crosby, he's gonna he's gonna make a, he's gonna make some plays. He's gonna get one, possibly two sacks against Pat Mahomes, but it's not gonna be enough to kill our offense as a whole. I think our, our offense finds the end zone enough times, uh, and our defense makes plenty of plays for us to win this game. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a little afraid of Max Crosby. Uh, I will say that uh, our tackles, Donovan Smith and and uh, Dewan Taylor, have have really calmed my nerves a lot in their ability since the beginning of the season. Obviously, there's still going to be the penalties, uh, but they've shown their worth in what they're able to do. Um, they don't and, they don't quite have elite level protection. The, the best guys do get them, definitely. Uh, but they're, they're, they're good starting caliber offensive tackles. And I know the the left tackle will get cleaned up this offseason. I'm not I'm not too worried about that. Donovan is definitely a short-term fix for this year, and, and he services his job well. Um, enough to say that I think Max Crosby will be kept at bay for most of the day. I think he's going to cause a little bit of pressure, maybe a quarterback hit here or there. I don't think he actually gets a sack this week. Uh, I think we're going to scheme to him quite a bit. Hard to stop him. I think he gets at least one. At least one sack, maybe two uh, tackles for loss. Is that quarterback talk for you? No, you're you're adding on to our conversation. That's fine. For once. Stuff that was stuff that wasn't being that had been said already. Sean, you got any players to watch? Some players to watch. Oh boy, do I. Uh 
big player to watch here. Love watching him lately. Uh, Mike Edwards. I'm expecting a big thing from him this week. He did not have a turnover-worthy play last game. Was a part of any turnover-worthy plays? What? He gave I'm not talking about last week. Up a touchdown I'm not to talking about last week. I'm talking about this next week. All right. Looking forward to him this next week. Right. He's not going to give up a touchdown. He's going to ter- cause a turnover at least one. Maybe two, if we're lucky. Peace. That's it? That's your only player to watch? You want me to go and go on offense, too, or you want me to, like... We'll I was letting you take over defense we'll right there. We'll get back there. to you. You're, you're annoying. Ty, Bob? You got, you got your players to watch? Uh, yeah. Um, I noticed there was an off- plural S at the end of players. Yeah. Offense, I, I already said... Clearly. Shut up. A little bit louder in the mic, bud. Uh... I already said Isaiah Pacheco, so I don't think I need to go onto that too much more. Uh, on the defensive side, uh, a guy that I didn't give enough credit to in the beginning of his career that I have been backtracking on, and rightfully so, watch George Karloftis. He did have a pretty solid game against the Eagles. He was in on a lot of plays, high motor guy. I expect him to have himself one of the best days of his career so far in week 12 against the Raiders. He's going to get himself hair sacks. He's going to get himself three TFLs. And he's going to get a batted pass. I'm going to add on the defensive side of the ball, guys. Our best, our best side of football on the Chiefs right now is on defense. So no wonder we have a lot of players to watch on the defensive side of the ball. Um, but it's an important one. Uh, we're going to keep an eye on Legereus Sneed because he's probably going to be shadowing Devontae Adams. Yep. That's going to be a big matchup for our defense. Um, if that gets shut down, the Raiders don't have a whole lot of other options. That's going to be big um, just in the overall tipping the scales of this game. I mean, I'd expect this Raiders offense to be completely and utterly overwhelmed for the most part. Uh, there's one guy that we should probably watch. We won't want to watch that it's going to happen. A guy who hasn't done anything this season so far, Hunter Renfro. Uh, we tend to allow guys that we know are going to go off on us, continue to go off on us. And a, Hunter, and a guy in Hunter Renfro who doesn't get many snaps this year, who hasn't been a viable option for the Raiders is going to somehow end up working his way onto the field and end up torching us. And that's going to be okay because for the most part, their offense is going to be completely overwhelmed. Aiden O'Connell isn't going to know what to do when he's got an entire defensive line in his face for the majority of the game. Blanks uh, on every Chiefs defensive lineman's name. <laughs> no, no, I, I, well, I was going to say a gang of dudes in his face, but I thought nice. you, you guys would end up taking that a different way. So I said every gang defensive of dudes, gang banging Aiden O'Connell. In his face. That's why I didn't say That's the show title. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I guess it stands to say that uh we should probably watch Devontae Adams opposite the matchup of Legarius Sneed. Um because if he's cooking us like he has uh 
I guess I, I'm, we won't call it a, a full cooking because he didn't get the dub. Um, but the, the you know the time he shoved the cameraman or whatever went <laughs> off in that game. Yeah, but doesn't doesn't usually come out with a W. Um, yeah, obviously shut down their weapons, guys. That's that's basic football. It's Bill Belichick esque. Come on, Andy. You've been around long enough. I don't I don't really have real concerns about this Raiders team. I mean, obviously they're in a much better spot than they were just a few weeks ago now that Antonio Pierce is their coach. They definitely have some like renewed vigor, but as far as like what I've seen, the product on the field that comes from the Raiders, it's not anything that that's worrisome. I don't I don't have a lot that we should necessarily look out for. Um they're just not that good of a team, even though our offense has proven not to be that good of an offense this year. Uh, there's just still not a whole lot that I'm truly worried about when it comes to this Las Vegas Raiders team. They're hovering around 500, aren't they? Is there a game on there? Yeah, I mean, they're they're hovering around it. They're third in the AFC West, uh, I think a game behind the uh, Denver Broncos, who are two games behind the Chiefs. And, coming and could make the playoffs. I don't know, man. The AFC is tough. AFC is very tough. Thanks for that help, Sean. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Bravo, <laughs> <laughs> give me. That's, that's a fine. <laughs> what you say? Give me your keys of the game so that we can go to Sean and hopefully we get more quarterback speed. Um. I'm I'm redundant. Um, we want at least I I would love to match uh, the amount of carries that he had this past week. If we can match 19 carries for Isaiah Pacheco, um, and stay consistently running the ball even into the second half, maybe he cracks 20 carries, guys. Uh, maybe he does crack the century mark because we give the ball to a running back like people did in the early 2000s. Um, the game is cyclical. Shake it up. Everybody's focused on the pass. Run the damn ball. Come on. We literally have the angriest runner and one of the best running off run lines in the entire league. It's angry. It's, it's I mean, it's anger inducing to the fans, Chiefs. I realize that we have one of the best arms in league's history, but. When you drop back 45 times and nobody's catching the ball, do something else. So run it. (laughs) Throw a bubble screen. Maybe they'll catch that one. Probably not. My key to the game right here is uh, win the turnover battle. Not going in depth. I'll repeat myself way too too much right there for you guys. (laughs) All right. I'll take that. Uh, yeah, that's that's if something we that we do need to do. We're probably going to win this game. Um, time of possession. I'm I'm going to say that we need to control, and not by like a small piece. Like we need to double the time of possession versus the Raiders' time of possession in this game. Like we we've seen it time and time again. We're not going to score in the second half. We're going to get shut out by a bad Raiders defense. It's whatever at this point it's happened three games in a row. Let's make it four. Let's keep the streak going. So to counteract that, 
let's run the damn ball in the second half. Let's go up a bunch in the first half. Let's run the ball. Let's keep possession so that our defense can be refreshed when they actually have to stand on their head to defend the game at the last second so that they have some air in their lungs. Let's go ahead and just do that. If we can keep time of possession, no matter what happens, the Kansas City Chiefs can win this ball game because we'll be up so far ahead in the first half when we score zero points in the second half. It won't really matter. It won't matter. <laughs> it won't matter. Um, just keep gonna, time possession. I'm going to add an offensive key, though, um, because I, I almost thought you were going to bring it up. Um, but stick with and stay consistent with the pre-snap motion. As long yes. as our guys aren't gassed, if we're running, if we're running our offense, and you know we don't have to worry about like clock and and dumb situations like that, like let's stay with the pre-snap motion and don't abandon it in the second half. It's not even like we have to worry about the guys being gassed. I, I think that's a good point when we're talking about receivers. But it wasn't in, in the last game against the Eagles. It wasn't even receivers who were going in motion. We ran the the. 13-man personnel, we had two tight ends on, and we motioned both Noah Gray and Travis Kelsey almost every single play, whether it was across the line or halfway and back. Do that stuff. Don't do the Pacheco side-to-side, step-forward, two-inches bullshit. Just move the guys across the line. That's fine. Make it nice and easy. Use the play clock. Continue with the motion. Figure out whether it's man or zone, and allow... Something to help you figure out what the defense is going to do. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to know what he's seeing, but a lot of these receivers don't. Travis Kelsey knows what he's going to be seeing, but none of the other receivers do. So allow them to see what they're matching up against, whether it's going to be man on man, or whether they're going to go in zone. If you got a high top safety who's showing or not, figure it out and then run the play. And that's how we're going to, that's, that's exactly what happened. You know, you go back and you look at the film against the Eagles and, and the, the receivers, MVS, Justin Watson, aren't reading the guys who are over the top of them or who are trailing behind, figuring out which option of the route that they need to run. So if you can at least see pre-snap where these guys are going to be, figure out how exactly we need to run the run the the option of the route, then Patrick Mahomes will be able to, there will be a little bit better communication between Patrick and wide receiver, and it's not the communication issue from Patrick. It's the bad communication from the wide receiver who's not being able to see what the defense is giving him. I think that that's <laughs> are you boys ready to pick this game? Is there any other input you want to have on this Raiders versus Chiefs matchup? We're going to see him one more time before the season ends. Um, but again, not, not a team that I'm necessarily too concerned about. If we come out with another loss in this game, not expecting it, just saying if they, if we come out with another loss and it's against this team, we're going to have a problem on our hands. Well, the team up start over on offense. It's just a, a reiter a reiteration from just a little blurb I had earlier. It's a great team to have a bounce back game. against. That it is. Well, in week 12, the Kansas City Chiefs head into AF or Arrowhead West, Allegiant Stadium. Raiders at home are eight and a half point dogs as of Tuesday night. Tybo, you've got your first pick. I'm a, I'm a homer. Just give me cheese. I have the Chiefs winning the game. I want to say the Raiders cover. 
I have the Chiefs winning the game, but I have the Raiders covering on eight and a half. I don't have that. Yeah, the Chiefs can never cover the spread, so go ahead and give me the Raiders. Why are we listen, I'm I'm I don't I don't know. I don't know what Vegas is thinking. Freaking performance that we just had. Had a good one in the first half. Shipped bed in the second half like we have been all season. Is Andy Reid losing his touch? Don't you think say that. I think it's the rest of the offensive <laughs> coaches. I mean, Andy's the one calling the plays. We've been yeah, saying this for a year. Behind, whether it was whether it was Nagy in the beginning, a lot of it's a mixture of a lot of, a mixture of, a lot of things, but it, it's it's personnel number one, first and foremost. If you only have I, if you I, only yeah. have one target that that a defense can key on and nobody else can make a play, like it's it's not going to be hard to shut us down. I can't wait regardless for Richie of, James to come back. Regardless of who's throwing the ball, Pat can't. Pat can only do so much. I can't wait for Richie James to come back. I I think he's going to open up this offense quite a bit. Pat, he's still playing his ass off. All you got to do is catch the ball, man. He won the game. He won the game last game. He had the game won. He laid it in the bread basket. I I won't sound off on it anymore. Can we make MVS a healthy scratch? I yelled at my people. <laughs> I just put my hands, my head, my hands. I, I was defeated. I just, you couldn't make a better pass. And when pa- Patrick is such a team guy, he gets up on the podium and he goes, ah, I could have made it a little bit shorter so it was easier to catch. It, you get paid $11 million a year. It and ain't it's just the one to run. thing you're supposed to be good at. It's still, it ain't to it's run. It's what you're supposed to be doing. Like, Get on the jug machine, dude. Start doing some over-the-shoulder practice routines Everybody all needs week. To do that, though. Even Travis. Yep. Even Travis. Yep. I said what I said. I, I, I got ridiculed in my group chat last night for saying Travis isn't playing well. And I wasn't saying comparatively to the rest of the NFL. It's comparatively to what Travis has shown us. And he's not. There's no denying it. He has not played up to the level that he has set the standard for himself over the last but I know few he's, years. I know he's upset about it. I don't think I don't think it really has to do with what's going on off the field. I think it's I think it's difficult for him this year. Teams are not playing him the exact same way he's been played in the past. It's because he doesn't have that reliable receiver to take some 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 guys that's, off of. That's true. That that is very true. If we could have, if we could have one individual just step up, just one individual who could be on the field consistently. Part of that is going to be up to the coaching because Richie Rice has been very consistent, not on the field enough. If you put him out on the field enough, get him enough targets, he's going to help Travis, and Travis is going to catapult this team to where it needs to go. So it's on everyone. It's it's Ivo. You said it's player personnel. It is but it's also on the coaching for not being consistent in who can provide this team help. Well, we hope you've had a fantastic turkey day. Eat to your you fill. Help yourselves to a lot of food. But my top five isn't about food this week, guys. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were about to end the show. <laughs> 
No, but I am going to give you a fine because you keep carrying out this delay. What delay? I know someone who has the last name delay. I uh, hope you guys just had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you helped yourself to, to a lot of food. Um, but my top five is my favorite Thanksgiving traditions. My my family doesn't necessarily have a whole lot of Thanksgiving traditions, so mine might seem a little bland to you guys. Um, but it does kind of have a little bit of food. food. Um, my number five. I only have five. I have the honor with Like I said, we don't do a lot of shit. Number five. Uh, the after Thanksgiving leftover sandwich. Uh, that's it's huge, guys. It's you. You got to do it. You have to do it because there's so much leftovers, and you don't want to eat the same thing the same way four days in a row or whatever you have it. The Thanksgiving leftover sandwich is one of the more beautifully crafted sandwiches um, with as many ingredients as you could possibly put on it. You uh, may like to do it as a hoagie. You may like to do it as a regular just sliced bread sandwich. However you like to do it, you elevate it with cranberry sauce. I've had, you know, just the regular, the bland, just because I have to, I've had that sandwich. But give me that's where cranberry sauce really comes in. I don't necessarily eat it like on my turkey or with anything else when I'm eating my plate. But that cranberry sauce on the sandwich afterwards is perfecto. And that's only my number five, guys. Number four, desserts. Okay. My family doesn't necessarily, well, for, they have like three staples. They do pumpkin pie, apple pie, um, and a cheesecake. But mm. Thanksgiving is a time for my mom to try out new desserts or new recipes. Um, or if someone new is joining us for Thanksgiving dinner, um, we encourage them to bring a dessert uh, because my mom goes overboard with the sides sometimes. So like, we don't need you to bring sides. If you want to bring something, bring a dessert. Um, but my wife does pumpkin cheesecake, which is fantabulous. Love cheesecake. Uh, she goes a little overboard with the pumpkin puree. It's super pumpkiny flavored, but she, it's good. Um, <laughs> uh, she's also making a trifle this year. Um, she does it a lot. Um, but the, you got chunked up brownies with cheesecake pudding mixed with Cool Whip and um, sugared strawberries mix that all together it's delicious well actually I think you, in a trifle you like it's layered and then when you eat it you mix it all up because it's good like that but regardless um, fun desserts are what make Thanksgiving complete um, because if you have all the good food and you don't have a good dessert it's like what are you doing only done. Okay. Number three. Uh, my mom tried to get this little game going. Um, I don't think it's survived for very long, but it's a it's a it's a fun idea because nowadays uh, a lot of people are just like when I mean 
I don't necessarily have a problem with this because I I can I can talk to people, including my parents. Um, but you know, he, you hear that complaint of like nowadays, like kids are always on their phone or like playing video games. Or, like they don't try to spend a lot of time with their family. Blah 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 blah. Screen time, screen time, screen time. Adults just drink alcohol. You know, problems with modern society. You know. Um, but my mom got this little game going where she would like make up a bunch of questions, put it in a jar and pass it around and pull one out and like give honest answers about shit. Um, they, one got a little bit too personal. I think my sister (laughs) drew it and she was like, mom, what the fuck? The the game ended or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it is fun stuff like that. Like I, one, one of the questions I got, like if there was, if there was a dog, from our past that you could bring back right now which one would it be and like you know it's, it's some sentimentally shit um, it's fun to do as a family um but yeah that's that's like the that's like the one like family like spend time together tradition that kind of got going for, for a few years that I think would still be fun to do today it's a good idea for your family out there if you're listening unquestioned Number two, uh, Blackout Wednesday. The the tradition of getting plastered and blacked out the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know if you want to call it like reverse carb loading or whatever, but just like (laughs) getting getting just absolutely sloshed uh, at whatever establishment is open on Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. Uh, I, I know one year, Michael Clark, my cousins, and us had a hard time finding something that was open. I uh, because we went out at like ten o'clock. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, uh, Blackout Wednesday. Getting drunk with your family is a lot of fun. Was not a tradition until I turned. Well, not technically. I I, I had a few drinks before the age of twenty-one, guys. But not Blackout Wednesday. You, yeah, not not like totally getting sloshed like that. Uh, <laughs> um, but it's it's what keeps I don't know what keeps the fun alive as an adult. I don't need alcohol to have fun, but <laughs> a lot more fun with alcohol. Thanks for clarifying. You're welcome. Uh, and number one. God. You had to know I was just going to go here. Watching football with the fam. There's no better activity to spend time together with. I did not skip two. Don't put that in the chat. Two two was Blackout Wednesday. Jesus. It was three. Three was family questions. Okay, okay. My bad. My bad. Well, that's a fine, John. I was on it. I was on it this time. That's a, yep, we're finding you for that. I had to check him, man. Uh, but I had to check him. It's it's a football tradition as old as whenever they started that tradition. Um, Dallas and uh, Detroit, you know, we got we got football to watch on Thanksgiving. Uh, it's like a mission um, in my family. We, you know, bond, bonded with you know my mom's side of the family because you know they um, they were Cardinals baseball fans, but they were Chiefs football fans, so we accepted them for that. Um, we despised part of us despised them for their choice uh, in the Redbirds, but 
when you have the option in the, in the middle of Missouri and you have the option to choose between the Cardinals who, uh, you know, between the 80s and 2000s won a handful of World Series and then got the Royals with one. Not at now. Yeah, now. I specified the time period, Sean. You said between the 80s and now. 80s and 2000s. Did I not say 2000s? Yeah, they won in the 80s against the Cardinals. That's another fine, Sean. Okay, we're not going to get... How's that a fine? It's a correct fact. You were wrong. You didn't correct... He said 80s and 2000s. And the Royals... I didn't say between the 80s. Had one, not two. Whatever. Getting too bogged down. I'm still going home. Jesus. (laughs) You are home. Home. Shut up. You just need to go to bed. Finish your top five. Go to bed in your little nook. It's football. Finish. Watching football with the family. It's Finish the greatest it. Thanksgiving tradition that has ever, ever made. <laughs> well, football. Well, we, go football. That you have all had a fantastic yeah, Thanksgiving. We love you. Bob and Bo show on all. We're very thankful. Subscribe. Don't unsubscribe if you're already subscribed, but get but other people to subscribe and make burner accounts and subscribe those accounts. Six more. Tybo does his best dance moves. Top five dance moves. Top five. Even better. He does. He enacts them for you as well. It's not just a list. Yeah. We have curated a video. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. <laughs>